0: This is Dave Coriel, and I am just excited for us to share with you today about something that is so close to the heart of of youth workers out there. They have young people in their ministries that they want to see go deeper in their relationship with Christ, but they are just so tired of failing in the different areas that they find themselves living in, and they're just concerned that that they're just going to fail in this relationship with Christ. And in Christian Endeavor with Next Gen Discipleship, we talk about an intentional process. And, and some of them hear about that process and go, man, I'm just not sure that I can do this. And, and so, Josh, I don't know if you can shed any light on this for youth workers out there or pastors or even parents on, on steps that they can take or,
1: or how they should even frame this challenge in their mind. For sure. You know, as a youth worker myself, I ran across this all the time. You, know, you have this portion of students who they're ready, right? They're, they are so thankful that someone has finally asked them to step up. And, and that's just kind of how they're wired and, and they're primed to go forward, go deeper in their relationship with Christ. And then like you were saying, Dave, we have this whole other segment of of young people who they love the Lord and and they're excited to pursue a a relationship with him. Maybe they've grown up in church. um, But when it, when they're presented with this, this higher standard of living for Christ, uh, they just kind of get terrified. And so what do we do with those students? And I think probably youth workers can think of students who fit that bill in every group that they've been part of, right? There's just these students who, oh, aren't sure quite how to move forward, are are afraid of failing. And I think, first, we we have to just say, God, thank you. When we get to that point where we recognize that students love God, but aren't really understanding grace and and mercy, uh, that feels like a fail point for us. But we can say, God, thank you that you've revealed that to me. Thank you that I know the spiritual condition of my students. Wow, that's,
0: that's awesome stuff. And I, I think anybody that's been involved in youth ministry, even even a little bit of time, has seen that there are students that are at these different places. And we certainly want to help some students just absolutely go for it and go deeper right away because they're so hungry. But there's definitely also these other students like, like you're talking about, Josh, and, and they're just kind of in this, in this hanging out time going, man, what do I do with this and, and, and how do I move
1: forward? And so I think the real key that we've found is helping them see how big God's grace is, wow. right? As we move forward in a relationship with Christ, it's not a pass-fail kind of thing. You know, because Christ died for us, we already have a pass, right? We, we already have access to the throne room of God because of, of Christ's death and resurrection, So because of that grace, because we can never earn that, we have the opportunity and the ability to pursue God and pursue faithfulness and pursue God's call on our life every moment of every day. And I think students, when we can unleash them to do that, a first step often is helping them understand the bigness and the vastness of God's grace. So if I'm
0: a youth worker out there and I'm hearing this, I think I I'm probably nodding my head in agreement and, <laughs> right. and I'm going, "Man, that that is exactly the kind of thing that that I want to impart to these students that I love that are just just chilling right now and I want to take deeper." So What do you think is a a next step that could be provided for them or a next step that they could take? Do you have any recommendation of of things that they can do or maybe even some resources that are available for them?
1: Yeah, two ideas. Number one, as a youth worker, as a next-gen leader, I think we need to examine how we approach God's grace. How are we internally orienting ourselves towards God and, and understanding grace? How have we been speaking about grace um, with our students, with our families, and our personal lives. So really kind of that internal check. And also we have a, a curriculum called Grace Encounters, which was written for this exact purpose of leading students to encounter God's awesome and extravagant grace. Thank you so much, Josh, because I think just our, our example— the role
0: model that we set for people whether that's that's the uh the actual youth or young adults that we're involved with but also other adults that partner with the ministry i mean yeah they need to see us living out that grace but the
1: fact that there's a tool available that's that's really cool as well and you know to kind of sum this whole thing up i always relate it back to eating you know when we as Christians, followers of Christ, as we try to live for Christ, we can really think about, man, if we're trying to eat healthy and we're eating the right foods, making the right choices, but then we just mess up royally and we eat like a quadruple patty cheeseburger. You know, this thing is full of grease. What do we say? Do we say, oh no, I failed. I messed up. I'm never going to eat again. No, what we do in that situation is we say, all right, next meal, I'm going to eat healthy again. I'm going to get refocused and eat healthy, and I think the same thing applies to our spiritual life. Well, that is so good. So instead of dwelling on
0: when we blew it, we, we actually connect with the thought that, hey,
1: let's get the next one. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Unleash the Hive podcast. For more resources, check out our website, ceworks.faith, and check us out on social media at ceworksfaith.
0: Remember to be intentional as you disciple and unleash the next generation for God's glory.